everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 162 and today's topic is Power Book for Force Season 1 Episode 9 titled Trust. The description reads... Vic faces a devastating loss. Walter is ready to go to war and sends for heavy hitters. Tommy soon realizes he needs more power, but is turned down by the one of his closest allies and is forced to turn to an unlikely resource. So y'all already know how we do over here. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and dissect it scene by scene, like we do over here on this platform. This episode did kind of leak early, so 50 Cent was going off, as he should. I don't know why they do that at Stars. Um, It got to be somebody who works there who does this, because this happens time after time. And anytime episode leaks, I will never recap them. I support 50, I support his brand, I support Courtney Kemp, I support the whole power universe, so I will always do it, you know, right when it comes out on the app, that's when I'll always do my recaps. Um, I don't even like the leaks because I like to sit and watch and enjoy it, so that's why I didn't get on early, but the episode was leaked, I didn't watch it until last night. Um, This was a really good episode. Um, I cannot wait to season two. They're, they're walking us in there and they're walking us in there where it's about to be war on war on war. So we about to get into it. As always, don't forget you can hit me up on social media. Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram Alicia Shanice Reviews, and you can always email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can always um, hit me up if you have any requests for anything you want me to recap. It could be a TV show, a documentary, um, it could be a movie, a music album. Hit me up and give me a couple days to get back to you. And then I'll get your recap out within a week. A lot of our shows are coming to an end, especially with the stars and power universe. We got one more episode of Force and then it's a six month break. So uh, if you guys have any ideas for anything you would like for me to recap on Sundays, let me know. I do have um, some really, really good ideas I think you're going to like that goes into like the power world where we could still be talking about stuff like that on Sundays. But I'll say that next week when we cover the season finale. But if you have anything, let me know. I know Cruise Summer will be returning soon. I will definitely be recapping that. Um, we only got like two more episodes of Snowfall. So a lot of stuff is coming to an end or a season, for, you know, break. But your girl got some stuff coming. I got y'all. I got y'all. Um, <clears throat> don't forget, you can always hit me up uh, just to even say what's up. That's cool, too. And don't forget about those music playlists I have made public on Spotify. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves and you will see all of my music playlists. So on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show and talk force. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. All I need is one mic. All I need is one mic. 
So when I'm done, I will do the trailer. Go ahead and play that and we'll talk about that. And then I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Button style. Shout out to the pod father, Joey. That Saturday pod was fire yesterday. I was sitting, listening to it and I was dying laughing. I love the Joe Button podcast. It's just funny as hell. <laughs> um, and I just want to say uh, before we get started um, to my podcast family, thank you for your support. I love y'all. Seriously. Hit me up. Even if you don't have a recap, just to say what's up. I would love that. I promise you. The um, descriptions for all of my social media things are in the links as well. You can uh, inbox or DM or email me, even if you just want to say what's up. So I just wanted to, you know, just say that. Thank you so much for your support. So this episode opens up. And we got Vic. He's kind of having like a hallucination dream of the shooting that just happened in... Um, he, you know, sees Gloria, but then it shows him in the hospital and, you know, old man Flynn, he coming to the rescue, of course, because, you know, old man Flynn is a trip, but he loves his son. He loves his, his children. He's just really, really old school. So, you know, he comes to console him and, you know, Vic is like, I'm, I'm sure you're happy she's dead. And he like, no, I'm happy you're alive. But um, he lets him know. I, I would never, ever wish for anybody to shoot you, put you in that position. So I'm letting you know, uh, it's, it's payback time. And he tells him that he believes Tommy was in on it too. He pers uh, persuades Vic to believe Tommy put all this in motion and lets him know, oh, it, it's, t it's time for war. Yeah, it's time for war. So it shows Tommy texting Glow, and he's like texting her like he hopes she's okay. And then he uh, walks in, and we see he and put his nephew on. He got him in a safe spot. All he got to do is count all that money. Little dude, little D, little D is a genius. Little D might even be smarter than Tariq. Shit, <laughs> think about it. Little D from the streets. And Tariq went to all those Ivy League best schools and had the best education. And look at Lil D. Lil D might be smarter than Tariq. So um, we can tell Tommy, he already, is as crazy as he is, <laughs> he has a heart. He has a heart and he cares about his nephew already. And he's like trying to tell him like, you know, you, you need to think about your future. You got a lot going for yourself, you know. So it goes to the next scene and we got JP in the living room. He's emotional. For number one, he just lost his grandmother. For number two, he just heard his mother's voice for the first time. And you know, Kate is Kate, child. So, <laughs> so his father comes in and he tells him that he called Kate. And it just wasn't what he expected. Um, he tells him that he actually hung up on her after he told her Marion was dead. So they didn't actually have a conversation. And he tells his father, like, you know what? After that, it made me realize I'm going to vow. I'm going to find my son, Darnell, and I'm going to be in his life and have a relationship with him. So, you know, his dad, they give each other a look, you know, bop. I love their father and son relationship, him and his father. So we get into the next scene and Tommy meets up with our girl Liliana to talk about all the drops they got to do. So... It kind of, that really wasn't too much to talk about right there. They just talked about the drops, you know, made their little jokes. You know, they they have their little bond now. Um, Liliana is one of my favorite characters on this show. 
Um, I love Pauly too. Pauly is one of them OG mobsters, and I love all the mob movies. And every time I see Pauly and Old Man Flynn in the scene, it just reminds me of that old school mafia, you know, the Castro Nostro, uh, you know, the real deal mob. Like it puts you in that that scenery, you know, with the Gotties and the Gambinos and, you know, everybody. So um, we see... Claudia meets up with one of her girls for a pickup. So they start kissing in a car, but as soon as they start, old man Flynn calls telling her about Vic. And she tells old girl, like, look, get the fuck out. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying, she skirts off. So when she gets there, old man Flynn tells her about Gloria. And he like, it's a fucking tragedy. <laughs> I guess that. Oh, man, Flea is something else because he, he used this whole thing to bring his children in. He opened up more with his children in this episode. And Claudia tells him, like, you know, that I, I, I know how you felt about Gloria, but Vic really loved that girl, really, really loved her. So she goes to talk to Vic and he's hurt, of course, and he tells her it was the Serbs and Tommy. And she like, well, why would Tommy do that? You know, if Tommy was to do that, he would have been and shot you. And Vic, like, he always thought I was weak and he wanted glow for himself. And he, he done came up with this whole imaginary story child in his head. And I'm thinking, like, Vic, I know you hurt and all, but you done came up with this whole story and illusion of Tommy setting you up and it don't make no goddamn sense. But you ain't thinking straight, you know, saying? And then you got your daddy in your head. So he got you know, his whole version of what happened. Old man Flynn comes out. He stirs the pot up even more, <laughs> telling them it's time for war and they are damn Flynn's, okay? So he tells Claudia, you either with us or against us. So it goes into the next scene and Liliana comes over to Tommy's and she tells him about the shootout. He had no idea. So she didn't got a little intel from somebody who works at the hospital. Liliana be finding out every damn thing. And he like, was it a girl in the car? And she like, I ain't hear nothing about a girl. But who is this girl to you? Y'all was messing around? <laughs> Tommy like, we was kicking it for a minute. So um, we get to the next scene. And old man Flynn tells Claudia he is making a war room and wants Claudia to be there. Now, she is happy to hear this because this is all she ever wanted. She always wanted to be a part of the Flynn organization, but be all the way in. So now she's finally hearing everything she always wanted to hear from her father, that acceptance, you know. So, of course, she's going to roll with her with her family. So, um, <clears throat> old man Flynn, he goes to talk to Vic. And he, you know, gives him his speech about family being everything. And then Paulie arrives and Vic tells, um, not Vic, when Paulie arrives, old man Flynn tells him it's wartime as well. And he tell him, he tell him, uh, Paulie, like, look, we about to take out the Serbs. We about to take out Tommy Egan and it's on now. Paulie more reasonable. He like, old man Flynn, we do not have the manpower for that. We, we might lose. Shit, old man Flynn, like, you know what? No, we won't. You you, you know why we ain't gonna lose, Polly? Because we about to bring in the four horsemen. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when he said the four horsemen, I die laughing. 
So we go into the next scene and we in the lab. JP calls Kate again and her number is disconnected. I was like, damn, Kate, really? You just gonna cut your damn phone off like that and you just talk to your son for the first time? Like I said, Kate is Kate. Hopefully we'll see Kate in the season finale. I want another scene with Kate because Kate is crazy. So Tommy continues to call Glow, text and call her, search for her. He even goes by the bar. And back in the lab, we got Doc, Liliana, and JP in there. And then Tommy comes in and JP is all happy at first, you know what I'm saying, because he gets his first payment. And he like, I can't believe, you know what I'm saying, I'm making all this money. And he wants to continue, you know, he's catching up on his debt. He want to continue work there. So I mean, like, no, 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 no. We, we ain't talk about that. No, no, no. I told you I was going to help you get caught up. We had a number to get to. When we get to that number, you can fuck out of here. You're <laughs> not, no, no, no. This ain't it, bruh. I don't want you nowhere around this. But we see JP wants all the way in. He loving this easy money. So D... He ends up walking outside and he runs into Marshall, a.k.a. Junior Jannard, the little hater, who comes back begging on his hands and knees, child. Thomas, I'm sorry, bro. Jannard and Black, they went behind my Black the cousin, buddy, and they cut me out, too. <laughs> and they like, oh, just like you cut me out, nigga? So Marshall apologizes, of course. He tells D, like, you know what? You, 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 I owe you one. Just, just hit me, nigga. Just, just hit me. <laughs> D takes a swing, but he, you know, he doesn't connect. <laughs> and they kind of laugh it out, hug it out like brothers. And D like, you know what? I got a plan. So they come in with their own plans. You know, you got the little, little bulls out there. And so we get into the next scene. And Tommy comes in. And you can tell he is getting ready to actually, because he comes in excited. He like, JP, bro, I got to tell you something. So you can tell he was getting ready to tell him, like, I know where your son is at. And JP is excited because he like, I got to tell you something, too. I call Kate. Now, Tommy, he knows Kate. And he knows that's not a good idea. And he goes old school Tommy, where I thought he was going to choke him like he did Holly because that's how mad he got. But he just gets to yelling and he storms off. He was pissed because he don't want Kate knowing anything about nothing. He don't want Kate to know his whereabouts, what he's into, or anything like that. He can't. He despises Kate at this point. So we get into the next scene. And we got Crooked Cop number two asking for some bands from Seamus extortion at its finest and he's a muslim you know life is unpredictable so he gives them to friday and i don't like Seamus. don't I, I don't i can't stand Seamus' character but this cop dirty cop number two he got to go he got to get the fuck on out um they gonna have to take him out he gonna be a problem so the four horsemen they arrive in chicago Paulie is there to greet them, of course. Straight mafioso, old school style, you know? So they all get in the car. They take off. Now we go back to Tommy. He tells Liliana Claudia is ghosting him because she haven't been answering his phone calls. She's been MIA. And they put together a plan in motion to, you know, catch up with her. Now she tells Tommy 
that she heard the real Irish mob just arrived in town. So Tommy knows, like, oh, it's time for, you know, Flynn getting ready for real war. So like I said, Liliana, she keep her ear to the street. She be finding out everything. So we go to the next scene. <laughs> Janard and Black, they learn Tommy is moving, you know, Dahlia. They learn basically Tommy is to connect with the Dahlia. Now, as they down there, Diamond walks into the barbershop and he hear these two big mouth motherfuckers talking and he hears everything. He just hear Janard down there running his mouth. Like, yeah, fuck Diamond. I let him think he won that fight. I let him think he got his little secret spot back in the seat. <sighs> just running his damn mouth. So Diamond just, he just listening, taking it all in. When they come upstairs, their eyes get big when they see Diamond. And he like, bro, I didn't know you was up here. <laughs> Diamond plays it cool. He like, I didn't know y'all was down there. You know, they talk, they tell him how he tells them how he just left the pipeline and you know stuff is moving slow. Janar like that's because everybody trying to get on that that dahlia right now. So Diamond kind of throws him a little gem. Like, you know what? It's cool. Over time, everything will get back to normal. You know, that was like saying something without saying something. Like, nigga, I heard you, but everything gonna get back to normal, like like you want it, you know. So after that, we get into the next scene, and Tommy goes to see, well, he goes to Claudia's home, and, you know, she's there. So this is their first time talking in the episode. So she tells him about Gloria, and word is that he might be in on it. So he like, what? I tried to warn your brother. I tried to get them the fuck out of town. So he is pissed. And he tells her, like, look, I can see that you might be believing all the rumors, but you need to really check who your source is. So she she kind of gives him a warning, too. Like, if I was you, I would be careful. So we get into the next scene. And Seamus, show, child, Seamus shows up at the barbershop trying to rob Diamond. And Seamus was looking like a damn fiend. Diamond ends up giving him the money. He keeps his cool, you know what I'm saying? This fool and uh, hit him with the damn gun, leaving a knot on his head and shit. And, you know, Diamond tries to talk to this fool. Like, look, <clears throat> I had the same dream as you. I ain't want to be in the streets. And Seamus keep blaming Diamond for ruining his life. So I'm wondering, like, Seamus has a hate for Diamond. Did Diamond have anything to do with anything that could have happened with his family or his sister that he loved so much back in the day? Maybe he sold her some bad drugs. Maybe he was selling her drugs. Who knows? Hopefully that'll come out because we ain't gonna front like Seamus is a good guy. You working for uh the Flynn organization. They do the same damn thing. So what is your hate for Diamond? Like I'm thinking it might be some history with the family member. Hopefully we find out. But he gives him, you know, he has he he demands only 50k. Then he's talking about a hundred, but Diamond gives him 150. So after that, Diamond meet, uh, meets at the diner with Adrian. So we see that they are still together, and both of them are catching feelings for each other. So he kind of ends up opening up to her, like, you know, today I seen the side of somebody that I, I never knew existed. And Tommy shows up. So when he goes outside to meet with Tommy. Tommy asks him to help with the Serbs and, you know, tell him he needs soldiers, guns, everything on deck because it's wartime. 
Diamond tells him, absolutely not. I helped you out in the past. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Nope. I'm not going back to jail for you, Jannard, any damn body. So Tommy like, okay. You know, he says, okay, takes it like a man. And he goes and he meets up with the Serbs. So they make a deal with uh, Mucinix or Mukovix, whatever the hell his name is. The big man of the Serbs. They basically make the deal for 1.5 mil. And he kind of points out who was the one who shot Glow. Because he tells him, like, the girl in the car, she ain't had nothing to do with nothing. And he goes and kills uh, the dude who killed Glow. Now, that was the twin. Remember, Tommy killed his twin. He had a twin. He killed him, like, in the third episode when old girl Tatiana was still alive. And they had kidnapped Liliana. That was the twin in the car with Liliana. So, I guess that was payback for that as well. But, um, yeah, that was one of the twins. So, he shot him straight in the neck. Took him out. Then he went to, you know, his crib. And he takes uh, Mukovic's back to mil. And they in business. He gonna let Tommy use his soldiers and whatever he need. So, we get into the next scene. And Marshall and Lil D go meet up with Cousin Buddy. <laughs> and his damn one eye. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. He playing that part. So he ready to kill them both. As soon as he see them. And I'm like, damn, buddy, ain't, ain't Marshall your little cousin? <laughs> what you going to kill him for? <laughs> but Lil D thinks fast. And he tells him, like, look, we got the direct line to the connect for Dahlia. He shows him that brick. And Buddy changes that to him real quick. He tells his boys, like, back up. You in these little niggas' personal space. So... He gives them to tomorrow to get him four more bricks, and he tells them they are dead. So, with that being said, we know that they didn't make it the next day because what happened to Lil D. So, we don't know if, you know what I'm saying, Cousin Buddy coming to town or not. So, Claudia sees Tommy with Musevix when she goes to the Serbs area. And she runs straight back home and tells old man Flick, old man Flynn and Vic, like, uh, you right. Are you right? No more doubt. Tommy is definitely working with them. Old man Flynn gives a, a poem for children out of future. And they do a damn Irish toast and shit. <laughs> like, old man Flynn is a trip. So we get into the next scene. And I don't know why every time Jannard get mad, I be dying laughing. Jannard is funny. <laughs> so... He down there, he he mad as hell because he didn't found out about uh, Lil D and Marshall going to see cousin Buddy. So him and Black, they already they know they like you know what he tells them like Black, I sent Lil D to go take out Tommy and he come back with my money. He ain't do what I told him to do, but no, he basically cut me out. So now it's time to kill him and Marshall. So we know now. Jannard and Black, they ready to kill Lil D. But they don't know Lil D. That's Tommy Lil Nephew. So we get into the next scene. And I, I, I like Lil D. He's becoming one of my favorite characters. He is, I, I really like Lil D. So it shows him all excited, telling Tommy about how he got cousin buddy with one eye from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Tommy looking like, what the? Did you tell him who I was? Like, I ain't tell you to go no goddamn Gary, Indiana fool. <laughs> So, you know, Tommy tells him, like, the streets ain't even for you. And he lets him know that he's his uncle. So, 
you know, whenever it comes to JP, that's a sore spot for Lil D. So he pulls his gun out. Tommy don't flinch. Tommy like, you ain't going to pull that trigger. For number one, you ain't a killer. You ain't a killer. And you too, you got too much going for yourself. You got too much going for yourself. So Lil D runs out. Tommy catches up with him. And they talk. You know, he tells him, like, look, I'm going to take you to see your father. And, you know, they kind of have a nice little moment. So as they getting ready to go meet up with JP, Lil D talking like, look, I ain't finna call you Uncle Tommy. <laughs> so they walk in and they get rolled down on. So I'm wondering, uh, it was still the same day, so it couldn't have been Cousin Buddy. This had to have been Jannard and Black doing this shootout. And, you know, Tommy get the bus and back. I know he got one of the dudes in the back of the truck. And when he looks over, sure enough, Lil D end up calling him. He's like, Uncle Tommy. And he's been shot. So Uncle Tommy gets him to the hospital. And JP arrives. He's nervous when he sees all the blood. Tommy lets him know, like, look at one me, bro. But I do got something to tell you. You remember little dude with the dreads who kept shooting up the bar? That's your son. But first, when he told him he like he got shot, JP like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Live by the sword, die by the sword. And he like, nah, bruh, that's your son. So JP is hurt. He's emotional. He like, what? How long you known this shit? Which Tommy was gonna tell him until he told him about Kate. But um JP runs in there to be by uh, Lil D's side. Then we get into the final scene. We got the Flints. They meet up with the four horsemen who is there to do business. And at first they wondering, like, why the hell Claudia in there? And then, you know what I'm saying, old man Flynn got to let them know. The rules of the game have changed and my daughter's intelligence will be in this room. And they're going to war. And they want to take every one of them serves out right along with Tommy Egan. And that was my recap for Power Book for Forest Episode 9 titled Trust. Really, really good episode. Really, really good episode. Shout out to 50 Cent, Courtney Kemp, the whole Power Universe, and the cast and crew. You guys are so amazing. And we're going to continue to support you over here. So I hope you guys don't mind kicking it with me for a few more minutes. I'm about to play this trailer. We will talk about that briefly. And then I have a sleeper for you guys that I hope you enjoy. Here's the trailer. I know who the fuck did this to my son. No doubt. White people can get you anything you need. It's your armor. I'm the general. He is going to be dead. I know how to make things happen. The person that you said you couldn't trust anymore. Is this about them? The last phase that Tommy sees should be mine. But Gloria, all of us. You ready for a war, kid? Oh, it's war. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Now, y'all know when Tommy say Christmas is canceled, uh, <laughs> it's on and popping. It looks like it's about to be a lot of wars going on with uh, the season finale. Um, that's going to be titled Family Business. 
And it looked, we seen it uh, in the trailer, Diamond, he was pulling out on somebody too. I'm thinking that's going to be Jannard. And it shows some dudes rolling into the barbershop. So I'm thinking his title, Family Business, is going to be the final, not the final, but the war brewing up with the Diamond, whoever decides to stand by him in, inside CBI, and Jannard and Black and whoever stop, decide to, to sit on their side. Tommy kind of going to be in a double war because it's going to be him and the Serbs and it showed the, Supers, the Serbs supplying him with soldiers and guns and everything going against old man Flynn. We seen um, Tommy on the phone with Vic telling him, oh, it's on, little prince. It's on. <laughs> now now um, you about to show, you about to see what this is all about. It also showed him old man Flynn, shit, he was looking like he was in a war, calling Egan name. He, had, he was loaded up and everything. So, it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be action-packed for the season finale. And you got JP telling uh, Tommy, like, find out who did this to my son. And that's why I said double war for Tommy. Because as soon as he find out who shot Lil D, oh, he after they ass. And that probably was Jannard. So it's going to be a lot of action. Claudia probably going to get her uh, her hands dirty as well. And then it showed kind of like Adrian talking to Diamond about who was he talking about that he's seen that side of. I don't think Lil D is um, dying off the show. I think he's just going to be injured and he's going to wake up and him and his father is going to be reunited. Um, so I don't think Lil D is going to die off. I hope not because um, there's so much they can do with that little storyline. Hell, maybe even one day we could get a crossover where he could go to New York and do a little business with Tariq or Tariq could go and come there and do some business with, you know, I would love, love to see Lil D and Tariq work together. But See, the season finale is going to be fire. They have already been picked up for season two. So that's really, really amazing. Shout out to the whole Power Universe. We we, we support them heavy over here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play my sleeper. Uh, Y'all know I do my sleepers. Um, I always like to say shout out to Joe Button. He is the pod father. Um, I respect him as a podcaster, so this is just my way. I always this is something that he started on his podcast, and I just like to do it on mine. Uh, I love music, so I always pay homage to to Joey. Um, I got one for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. I can never lead a scene without checking my mirrors visually. 
Come with that energy, cause some shit won't always stick with me. They wanna know what I brought to Griselda. I say validity. They asking what work that niggas put in. I'm like, what didn't we? Problems, then I correct through the obstacles I progress. Illogical for them to feel they're responsible for our success. Besides Kyle West, tell me who else I gotta respect. Cause I'm kinda perplexed. It's about time that I got my respect. Butcher, nigga. Let's go. Let's go. About time that I got my respect. It's the butcher, nigga. Yeah, cold fucking world. Brazil, the shit. You know what I mean? You know what it is, nigga. When I show up, I'm on ten, nigga. Not nine. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring. God was crying, lightning struck, power out, his sparks was flying. The real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying. The cause I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying. But the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying. Got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron. But that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying. Stretching the truth. No, I never stress in the booth. They feel the pressure, me, I feel like I just left them a suits. Effortless. I'm skating on these records is proof. I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose. Never letting them loose. Cold world, the heat of blast to your speaker. He the last of Mohicans, no weakness, last of my sneakers. Nigga want me on the song, he gon' see the wrath of the reaper. I'm probably gon' go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. I'm higher than niggas, it don't need a bag full of reefer. Some see the glass is empty, I see a glass full of ether. Collecting his bread and mass like he a Catholic preacher. Just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka, Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity. Really, no MC equal. Feel me, cope me lethal. Crip like an old MTV show. Oh God, the best rapper alive. Headshot, not going ass. The best rappers that died. They tell you he never lied. Tell the talk. That was uh, Johnny's Peas Caddy <clears throat> by Benny the Butcher and J. Cole. Benny the Butcher has become one of my new favorite rappers of today's era. Uh, I got put on him actually from Jamil from Gully TV. Shout out to Gully TV. Make sure y'all subscribe to his channel. Uh, very, very dope, authentic channel. Make sure y'all check out his book, Some Things I've Been Through, a memoir by Jamil from Gully TV, Lindsay, um, I fucks with his brand heavy. One of the realest to do it in this whole media outlet world. His book is dope. Um, it talks about Alpo, um, Big Ears to Christ from DC, Jimmy Henchman. Um, it, it tells his journey on how he got started in the media world. I respect him so much. So shout out to Jamil from Gully TV. Um, but actually, it was his platform that I actually got put on from Benny the Butcher. And Benny the Butcher got some dope music. So make sure you guys stream that as well. But that was Johnny P's Caddy. And that was featuring J. Cole. And you know what I'm saying? Whenever J. Cole hit the mic, you know what I'm saying? It's straight fire. Straight fire. So um, let's do what we always do, baby, and go out, you know what I'm saying? Straight power book for, for style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to 50 Cent.
stepped on. Real get the rest gone. Dead, what else you want? Power, power, respect. I want that money and power, power. Money, power, power. Money, power, power. People, 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 yeah, I gotta stack that. Diamonds keep blinking, blinking, we might have to check that. The boy, when that blinky, blinky come out, you get clapped fast. Throw down with a little jump. I match like Pat Pat. Come back when the cameras out around your block and kick that. Come back when your funeral in progress and hit that. Hit your back to back. If you won't even hit back, you'll be splashing in fashion. If you can take the drill, catch you slipping, we slide. Hit on some dippers. We hit the licks, we hit When you get hit, quiet down. No need for the talk. It's got about it. Tell me that it's a song. I did over step down. Real get the rest gone. Dead. What else you want? Power, power, respect. I want that money and power, power. All right, that was Power, Power, Respect, 50 Cent, Jeremiah, and Lil Dirt. Um, hope you guys enjoy the rest of this beautiful Sunday and I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I won't be back on until Thursday when we do our snowfall recap. Um, as always, I love you. Thank you for your support. My podcast family is dope. Um, the sky is the limit. Don't let nobody dim your light. Go be great. Do you keep your head up? If you got people around you who give you bad vibes, protect that energy. If it don't feel right, Keep your head up high and walk away. Don't seek for revenge. Don't seek for, you know, validity. No, just go ahead and walk away because if it's right, it will be for you. And it's a lot of negativity out there. It's a lot of people who don't wish the best for you. So depression is at all time high. There's so much going on. And I got. I want you guys to be happy. I want the best for everyone. That's why I believe in just staying in my own lane. I stay in my bubble and I do me. And I have my days too. And I have to take my own advice. The sky is the limit. And I had to learn myself to protect my energy. And I want to tell you guys that as well. Stay up, be safe. I'll be back on next Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed the pod today. And um, just please, Just try to be the best you can be. The sky is the limit. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.